Are you a clinician in primary care who wishes there were better resources to help you understand how to navigate the concept of triage in modern general practice? We'll boost your triage skills with our dynamic five-session live webinar course tailored for primary care clinicians. Led by myself and Dr. Ed Pooley from Difficult Conversations, this comprehensive training covers all facets of remote patient triage, whether that be digital, on-call, or other opportunities. Through this course, you'll gain practical knowledge, exclusive hints and tips, and direct access to myself and Ed through open Q&A sessions of the course. Elevate your ability to manage primary care challenges effectively and confidently, and most importantly, safely. Register now to transform your triage approach at bit.ly slash GP triage course for GP in capitals. We will definitely catch you then. Patients are about to have access to their medical information through the NHS app. And in this episode, I'm going to summarize the key things that you need to know about when to share and not share information in the medical records and how to stop that using system one where it is appropriate. Let's tech enhance your primary care and learning. Hey, GP learners. So in this episode, we're going to cover exactly how you can share or not share information in the medical records will then be seen through the online portals, which will typically be the NHS app for majority of patients. So we know that from the start of November 2023, all patients across the UK will have access to medical records unless it's been deemed unsafe by the practice to do so. But it's also important for clinicians and for the admin teams to be aware of how to share this information appropriately. In this episode, we're going to focus on how to do that using System 1. And there are three key areas that this may be an issue. This will be the main medical notes, when processing documents, and also when processing pathology results. When it comes to the main medical records, or as in System 1, it's called the tabbed journal as the main focus. If you feel that information in a specific entry should not be seen on the online records for patients, for example, if it contains third-party information that is not appropriate for them to see, then you change the settings that allow patients to see that information through the online portals. You can either do that through the top toolbar on the left-hand side, which looks like a little world icon, which I believe is meant to represent the World Wide Web. Or if you navigate to the right-hand side of the notes entry and right-click, this brings up a menu that allows you to do the exact same thing. The system will then ask you for a reason as to why you do not feel this is appropriate to share. And then as a result of that, the patient will no longer be able to see that in the online portal like the NHS app. If that information is safeguarding relevant, then a better option is to mark it as safeguarding relevant and it will do exactly the same thing. And also that information will not be visible through the online portals. This can be the same method used for anything like documents, attachments, anything that's visible in the tabbed journal and will be the main route the majority of staff, both clinical and non-clinical, will be able to access the sharing for online information. Next, we're going to cover document processing. And the key reason why this may be different is because this allows you to adjust the sharing of information through the online portals through a different interface. Now, obviously, on this section, I've blurred out certain parts to prevent data sharing. But the key part to look at is the online visibility section, which is in this top left hand corner here. Through this interface of the document processing, you can then choose whether or not that information is appropriate to be shared in the online records. Again, common documents where it may not be appropriate to share is things, for example, like safeguarding documents or those laden with third-party information. But important to recognise that sharing information can help patients understand their healthcare journeys and potentially make your lives a little bit easier as well. It would be worth for practice teams to look at their workflows to understand how this may work effectively. 
Now, hopefully you have found these tips so far useful. We've got one more to go, but just before we get to that, it would be awesome if you could leave a like and a subscribe to this content if you're finding it useful so you can get all my hints and tips and various other content from EGP Learning instantly. Make sure you ring that bell so you get notified of all of it because I do pump out a lot of content. Finally, the key thing we're going to have a look at is pathology results. Now, for most patients, this will often be the main reason why they want access to their notes and can be really time-saving for a practice if you're directing patients to check their results through the NHS app now that they have access. However, there are a couple of key things you need to be aware of when doing this in System 1. Normally, when people file their results, they will often tend to put comments in that big section that you can see right here. However, as it does say, this is not visible in the online portal. That is a little frustrating because it is the natural place you would put information for the patients. However, if you do want the results visible to the patient so that they can see any contextual information like comments or that kind of stuff, then you will need to click the other box in the filing section. That will then bring up a new text box that will allow you to put information that the patient can see through the online portal. It's really important to make sure that information is easily understandable by a patient. So don't make it too complex. Maybe changing your filing workflow to adjust to this might be more sensible within your practice. With the new changes to the pathology workflow, this can make life easier if you also then copy that information into the communication annex and send the patient a text message from there. Alternately, obviously, you can use other messaging platforms if that works better for you. So there's three key parts of data sharing that hopefully will make your life easier when using System 1 in terms of sharing information for patients now that they have complete access through prospective record access. If you want more of my specific hints and tips for clinicians, then make sure you join our System 1 for Clinicians course that gives you loads of this kind of information. And if you check now, that course may also be on offer. Alternately, feel free to check out this playlist right here that gives you so much more of my hints and tips when using System 1, whether you're a clinician or not. Oh, hello there, EGP learner. I'm Dr. Gandalf and I often get asked, what kind of resources do you have to try and help those using EMIS? Because you tend to do a lot more stuff for System 1. And often I've really struggled to answer that question because let's be honest, I don't use EMIS on a regular basis. So therefore trying to help EMIS users is a little bit more difficult for myself. And that really made me feel, well, not great. So I kind of did something to try and help all those EMIS users out there. I went and had a chat with one of my colleagues, Dr. Mike from GP on the Move, and him and I have created a course that you can use to help you use EMIS so much better. That's right, if you use EMIS but you want to use it so much better, so much quicker, and in such a way that means you go home sooner, then check out our EMIS for Clinicians course. It's an online course that takes you through all the tips and tricks that Dr. Mike knows to try and basically mean you can go home quicker. That'd be a cool thing, wouldn't it? And guess what? It's currently on offer. So if you want to take advantage of this introductory offer and get access to it now, look at the links down below and check it out. Additionally, if you're a practice, network, or wide area that wants more opportunity to use it, send me an email, egplearning at gmail.com. Let's see if we can help you out. And as I like to say, Tech Enhance, your primary care and learning. Shall we get back to it? Oh, and if you wanted one for System 1 users, well, you know I've got you covered, haven't I? Check out the Learn System 1 for Clinicians course, bit.ly slash tpp s1 course.